0: that will make huge impact and by simple i mean very simple no complex no multi-step processes super super simple no one has time for long things no one has brain capacity for extra stuff we need simple things that have massive impact go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer and i'll see you there one i am so excited to be here with all of you today thank you for joining me live Give me a quick hello in the comments. Tell us where you're calling us from, where you're joining live. We have over 550 people registered to join us at this incredible experience. So give me a quick hello in the comments. Welcome to day one of the Build to Last workshop. So while you guys are giving me a quick hello in the comments, I want to introduce myself talk to you a little bit about what this five-day experience is truly going to be all about. Because like I said, when you registered, and like I said, um, you guys already had connected with some of your accountability advisors as well. And I want to be able to really explain to you what this experience is really all about and why it's different from anything that I've ever done before and possibly anything that you've ever experienced. Over the next five days together, we are going to be giving you guys the sustainable strategies that you need to build excellence in your school, in your organization. I am not a tactics person. For those of you guys that know me or know a little bit about me, I'm not the tactics girl. I'm not the marketing person. I'm not the enrollment person. I am the person that is going to show you how to think for yourself, how to step up for yourself, how to show up for who you are and what it is that you wanna achieve in this world. You are destined for greatness. You have inside of you the capacity and the bandwidth and power to build an incredible school of excellence. And I know there are so many little things that are standing in the way right now of you getting there. And so these five days, are to teach you the three pillars for sustainable leadership and also to give you the real strategies and the mindset so that you can continue to catapult your school forward even when we're not live, you're engaging together. You see, most conferences and workshops give you lots of tips and tricks and you're drinking from a fire hose, but the issue that we have in our world today and especially in education is not that we don't have enough information, right? Nothing that I teach you today is about on Google or YouTube or Pinterest or anything. You're here today to learn how to think better for yourself. You're here today to learn how to show up better for you and for the loved ones that you come home to every single day. Because guess what? Your loved ones, your partner, your children, They deserve the best of you, not the leftovers, not the leftovers. Your people, the people that you love and that you promise to care about and that you say every single day, my family is the most important people in the world to me. They didn't sign up for you to bring home the leftovers every day, whatever's left in your energy and mental capacity and ability to make decisions. They didn't sign up for that. They want the best of you and they deserve it. And I'm going to show you through these next five days how to get it done. Okay, so remember, I'm teaching live. This is not pre-recorded, which means I'm going to be live in here with you guys in the comment section, engaging with all of you. Now, you guys are going to have a lot of different questions while I'm talking. Great. Keep asking those questions. Sometimes I'm going to answer them if it makes sense during the progression of what I'm teaching. And sometimes I'm gonna intentionally not answer it, but we're gonna answer it on Friday. So on Friday is the Q&A part of this entire workshop. And my team is going to be sourcing through every single question of all the days that we're gonna be here together, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So put your question, and even if I don't answer it right away, don't worry, I will answer it on Friday. So I'm not ignoring you. I do want to answer your question, but I also want to be respectful of your time and make sure that we're keeping through the rhythm of what we have scheduled for here for all of you guys here today. So let's see who is with us here today. Hello, we have people from all over the world. I love it. Southern India, all over the U.S. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Thanks so much for joining me here live. Now. We have people that are new people who don't know anything about me, and I'm going to talk about myself in a second. And then we have lots of old friends, people who have been with us since 2016, 2017, 2018. So my heart and a warm welcome to everyone that's here, whether you're brand new to myself and my energy and our team and everyone here at Schools of Excellence, or if you are a longtime fan and you have had the opportunity to come to our events in New York or here in Florida where I live right now or whatever it is, wherever you are, and whatever stage of life that you're in, I am so grateful that you've dedicated an hour of your time to be here with us today. So thank you. Now, let me tell you just a little bit about myself before I go into the structure of what these next 60 minutes are gonna look like, okay? So I'm Hanuel Olshansky, and I'm the founder and CEO of Schools of Excellence. And I'm also the creator of the Pyramid of Excellence, which is a diagnostic tool that helps you guys understand what it is that you need to focus on at what stage of growth in your business, in your school. Now, I, again, like I said in the beginning, I'm not the tactics person. I'm not the marketing person. I am actually called a school culture doctor. And the reason for that is is because when I do hyper-focused hot seats, where clients and school leaders get 10 minutes of time with me, during those 10 minutes, I can quickly diagnose the root cause of the issue in your school. So you bring me symptoms, I diagnose it into a root cause, and then help you identify the strategy to move forward. How many of you, give me a yes in the comments, how many of you have had The same problem perpetuate itself over and over and over again in your school. And you keep trying all the strategies and tips and tricks that you hear. Like, here's how to motivate. Here's how to get buy-in. Here's how to help teachers come on time. You're doing all the things, but you're still seeing the same pattern repeat itself. Let me know in the comments if that's you. Give me a yes. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Carrie. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me know if you are seeing that in your center right now. Yes. Okay. Hi, Kim. Awesome. So a lot of yeses coming in. Exactly. Because we need to get to the root cause. We need to understand what is at the foundation of why this is happening. And then we can develop the right strategy in place. Okay. So that is what I love. This is what I'm committed to. I'm committing to changing the lives of the school leaders who come through our circles. Schools of Excellence is a place where people come to have all their dreams come true. That is what I'm committed to both my internal team, And our clients, this is what I'm committed to for you guys to have all of your dreams come true. Now, the other little thing about me is a month ago, we launched the Schools of Excellence podcast. So give me a like over here. Let's just see a bunch of likes coming in our hearts. Have you listened to any of the episodes of the Schools of Excellence podcast? Are you subscribed? Have you checked out the Schools of Excellence podcast? Let me know. Let me see what's going on over here. We have a little lag between Zoom and Facebook. Um, And then if you're hearing the audio version, again, there's some lagging with technology. So bear with us. Awesome. Lots of great stuff. So make sure that you are subscribed to that right after this go listen to those episodes. You have some amazing content. Um, So you definitely want to check that out and please rate and leave us a review. Reviews help us climb, has already helped us climb to the top 70 of all educational podcasts. And we are looking to continue to climb. And that only happens with your help and with your reviews. So we would love if you can go help us do that as well. Hi, Brenda. Hey guys. Hi, Lisa. So great to see everyone. Okay. Now, The last most important thing that you need to know about me is I run a four-ring circus, which means I have four kids, ages three, six, eight, and 10. So I've got my own little preschool going on here in my house, and we moved our family from New York. I lived in New York for 19 years, and we moved our family from New York to Florida to the suburbs here in Coral Springs for a better quality of life, and this is what I teach And this is what you're going to be learning throughout these five days. The strategies that I'm going to teach you and really help you unpack are here to help you understand that life is not about survival and getting through the next hour or getting through the next interview or getting through the next hire, or just, it's just a busy time right now. I'm just getting through this. And when things quiet down, I'm going to come back to you guys. Here's a really important hashtag. And I want everyone to hashtag that in the comments right now. It's always a busy time. Put that in the comments. It's always a busy time. Hashtag, it's always a busy time, because it is. When was the last time you actually said, oh, you know, I'm bored today. Nothing going on, things are great, no issues, no crises, everything's fine, I'm bored. Let me go see if there's something I can do. Guys, you're never bored. Find me someone who's bored. It's always a busy time. And so if it's always a busy time, We have to understand the structures, the infrastructure, the strategy to put in place so you know how to navigate the busy time. So if you're part of this workshop and you're bored and you truly have a lot of time on your hands, this place isn't for you. This place is for busy school leaders who want to live a beautiful life. Real people taught by a real person. I'm a real person. Okay. I've got four kids. I've got real issues. I had an issue with my son last night. This morning, I had a disagreement with my daughter. Today, I'm trying to deal with the freezer that's coming in to be delivered for our holiday that's coming up. I'm a real person. I got a toilet that needs to be plunged. We got uh, what's it called? Our washing machine is leaking a little bit. Real life, real life stuff. I'm a real person. And so the content that I'm teaching is for real people not fake people in the NACI workbooks or in all those things are like, do this, do that. No, no, no. Real humans who have real lives and real issues and real things that happen to them every single fricking day. That is what this workshop is about. So if you're a real person, then you're here today. And so it doesn't matter if you live in New York or if you live in Florida or if you live in Africa or if you live in Australia or Canada or anywhere in the U.S. It doesn't matter where you live, because this workshop is not about government regulations or state licensing. This workshop is about learning the foundations to be a great leader so you can show up with excellence for yourself and for your team. And so anything that I teach here today, be mindful. Am I using the excuse, oh, but that doesn't work for my city? The moment you say that, you're telling yourself a lie. It does work. You're deciding that it doesn't. It does work. So let's take a deep breath here together. And let's breathe out all the beliefs about what we can and cannot do. And just for the next 45 minutes, sit here with me with an open heart, with an open mind that you can do anything. And whatever I teach here today, there is something that you're going to take that you're gonna apply in your school for the remainder of today and for tomorrow until we meet again tomorrow, that is going to make a difference in your school. Who's ready to commit to that? Who is ready to let go of those beliefs and open their heart and minds for something beautiful? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments here. Okay, hashtag always a busy time. Yes, yes, boom, 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 love it, love it. Hi, Kathy. So good to see you all. So let's breathe those out. Who's letting it out? We'll do that while I take a sip of water. Okay, so the next thing is I wanna get a couple of quick logistics out of the way. We are here every single day live at 1 p.m. Eastern. Every single day, even if you miss it, that's okay. Every single day, the video is going to go into the left-hand side of the Facebook group. There's a section called Units. Over there, you'll be able to see the replays. If you don't have Facebook, that's fine. As long as you're registered, you will get a link to the replay at the end of every single day. So there's multiple different ways that you'll be able to catch it. What's important to remember is every single training builds on the next. So you can't come in and watch day three. If you didn't watch day one and two yet, you'll be lost. Each day builds on the next. So make sure you're carving out that time. Even if you can't come live, make sure you're carving out the time to watch the day before. The other critical piece here is your success is not just about me teaching and you listening. Your success comes from accountability, real accountability, not from automation, but from a human being. And so many of you have already reached out to me and told me that you got messages from your personal concierge. So one of the things that we did in today's five-day workshop is my team and I hired multiple different advisors who are your personal concierge through this experience. If you didn't get a message from them yet, it could be one of two things. One, you have to go into your Facebook messengers and click on reading messages from people who aren't your friends because those go into a separate inbox and so you'll want to accept that. The other reason you may not have gotten a message is if you're already a member, then our accountability advisor, Sarah, is already your personal concierge. So you already have someone. So the reason we hired these concierges is because Forever is not, a member of our program, we want you to realize the way to get results is only with accountability. That is how you get results in any area of your life. You want to lose weight? You need to work with someone. You want to put your finances in order? You need a financial advisor. You want good taxes and make sure you're filing good tax returns? You need a phenomenal tax accountant. You want to build a school of excellence? You need a coach. It's not, can I afford it? Is it the right time? If you're asking that question, it's definitely the right time. So you're here. You're in the right place. Your concierge is going to walk you through the process. So if you're stuck, you don't understand something that I said. You don't know where your workbook is. You're not sure what the homework is. You don't know what you need to do. Message her. She is there to guide you through the experience. So every minute that you spend with us creates a transformation for you. So how does that sound? No automation, no multiple different things, just a real human on the other side that you can send a message to, that will answer you. Real humans. How many of you have called customer service and been sent on a runaround in a million different places to a bunch of different automated messages? Press one, press two, press five for English, press two for Spanish, but real humans. That is what we want. Intimacy, human connection. I'm obsessed with that. And so that is why in this experience, we decided to add that. Awesome. Everyone's ready. Good, 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 good. So, all right. So let's dive in here, okay? First thing is I want you to open up your workbooks Oh, where's my workbook? Here it is. Oh, make sure you have your workbooks. Okay. Did everyone get a workbook? If you didn't, make sure to message your advisor, your concierge, whatever it is you want to call them. Um, We also have it here in the Facebook group. We sent it in the email. So make sure you have your workbook here with you. I have it also. This is going to be your guide through the experience. So please turn to page, why isn't my thing numbered? Page three, it is numbered. Turn to page three in the workbook. We're gonna be using that as a guide while I teach you here live. The reason I don't have slides is because it distracts me from being here with you. That is why there's no slides, there's no whiteboard, there's me, there's me and you right here on the camera looking straight into my eyes, I'm looking straight into yours. That's how we're creating connection in our workbook here. That's what we're doing because that is how we create results. OK, good stuff. So everyone has their workbook. Awesome. So my first question that I want to ask you is, this is the question I get all the time, is where should I put my time and attention? Where should I put my time and attention, right? I'm hearing things like I'm putting out fires all day. Uh, teachers come to me to ask me questions. I'm here to help and serve. I want to do servant leadership. I want to support my people. I want to do all of these different things, right? but then interruptions happen, right? Hashtag interruptions all day long. So when you think of the biggest challenge that you guys are challenged with right now, what is that when it comes to knowing where to put your time and attention? Where should you be putting your time and attention? Do you have clarity on that? Or is it like, I don't know. I'm not really sure what to do next. And it's okay if you don't know that's why you're here, right? Awesome. So when we're struggling with where to put our time and attention, when we're struggling with Do I focus on this? Do I do this? Do I put money here? Do I put money here? Do I put time here? Do I put time here? Do I put energy here? Do I put energy here? We want to go back to the three pillars and the three pillars are mindset, time, and culture. Why does it always come back to these three things? Well, mindset, time, and culture is what I teach at every single level of where you are in your leadership journey. So whether you're a brand new director or you're a director for 20 years, or you're an owner, or you've moved to our CEO legacy group where we're working on CEO stuff, in every single stage, we're working on mindset, time, and culture. Because those are those three foundational pillars that we constantly have to come back to. Because at every stage, it changes. At every stage, you need a new mindset to get you to the next stage. At every stage, you need to be using your time in a different way to get you to the next stage. I don't think there is anyone in this group, whether you're live or watching the replay of the 500 people that are here, that are using their time in the exact same way that they used their time when they were in college. Because when you were in college, you had different priorities and values. When you're married and you're raising a family and you have a business and you have to make payroll, you're using your time very differently than you did in a sorority house. So that's very clear as day, right? Everyone's like, yeah, of course I'm using my time differently. I'm 25 years older. Yeah, well, you're supposed to use your time differently consistently as you're growing and evolving in your school. And if you're not, it means you're stagnant and you're not evolving and growing, The mindset that you have when you're 40 is very different than the mindset that you have when you're 25. And you should, your opinions should be changing. You should be looking at the world differently. When you're 25, your brain isn't even fully developed, right? It only gets fully developed when you're 26. So when you're 45, I hope you're looking at life differently. When you have a culture of three people, it's very different when you've scaled and now you have a culture of 120 people. So this concept of like, oh, but I really went to training last week. What does that even mean? Did you eat yesterday? Great, you need to eat again. Did you go to sleep yesterday? Great, you need to go to sleep again. Did you tell your husband you love him when you got married? Great, you need to tell him I love you every day. What if your husband told you, I told you I love you once 25 years ago when we got married? That's not a relationship. You have to say the same things every day. You have to do the disciplines and the practices every day to enjoy the results of beauty and quality of life and a beautiful relationship. And we apply those principles here, but we don't bring them here. It's the same person. You're the same person. You need those practices, right? So I wanna tell you, you know, when I started my journey as a school leader, And I started trying to understand, like, okay, what trainings do I need? How do I level my leadership? Like, what's my next step? There was so much content, but nothing had accountability. Nothing showed me, like, okay, to get from point A to point B, here's what you do. And when you get stuck in the middle and you're about to fall off the cliff and die, here's where I'm going to catch you, right? Nobody's catching you. Nobody's picking you up when you're like, hell, I don't know where to go next, it didn't exist. And so I created it for myself. And so I created these structures and systems so that leaders can self-reflect and identify because everything that you need is inside of you. I need you to believe that in your heart. Everything that you need is inside of you. And my goal today is to try to help you uncover that. Okay? And stop comparing your life to other people. So, This is one of my favorite quotes that I absolutely love. And so that's why I put it inside here. Everything can be taken away from a man, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, the the, ah, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. This is from Viktor Frankl, famous um, Holocaust survivor who wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning. Um, coincidentally, the owners in our owners group is actually are actually reading Man's Search for Meaning um, in our new uh, monthly book club that we're doing. The reason I wanted to share this with you is because the last of human freedoms that you have for yourself in this ridiculous season of life is one thing. You get to choose your path. You get to choose your response. You get to choose how you want to show up. Not the governor, not the president, not the licensor, not anyone. It's your life. And you get to choose how you want to show up for yourself. And so that's what we need to do today. So why do I start with values? Why is that the first thing that I'm starting with and not something else? Okay, this is page three in the workbook. By the way, whoever needs help, this is page three in the in the workbook. Um, okay, people are saying they did not get the workbook. Um, we cannot find the workbook. Okay, um, Team Schools of Excellence, can you guys put inside? Here we go. Cats are ready on the deal over here in five seconds. Look at the service. Guys, look at this. I say one thing, boom, cats are ready in the comments, taking care of you guys. So our team, our accountability advisors, message them. They will help you get the workbooks. They are here to serve you and take care of you, okay? So message them so they can help you out. And we'll also have that inside of the Facebook group. So why do we have values? They They reveal what's most meaningful to you. They actually show you what is important and how do you want to show up in the world, okay? So My top two values, right? The things that are most important for me are my faith and my family. I say this all the time. I say it at nauseam. Anyone who's spoken to me for more than 10 minutes knows what my top two values are. And why am I saying it all the time? And why do I talk about it all the time? Because values are the ultimate decision maker for how you make decisions and choices in your life. So I'm going to give you a concrete example that's going to help you right now because I think Everyone talks about values, but I talk about it a little differently. In two weeks, we have the holiday of Passover coming up. It's the last week of March. Okay. The holiday of Passover is a really important holiday for me. Besides for the fact that it's my birthday on that holiday, it's just, it's an important holiday for me. And I clock out of the business for the entire week. And so decisions that we make in the business are revolved around my faith and my family. Our business is closed on Saturday. You will never get an email from us. You will not get messages. You will never see social posts because my business is closed on Saturday. I do not answer any messages. My phone is off, right? My business stops and reopens again on Sunday or Monday, whenever I decide to reopen. Decisions, launches, hires, everything is made through that lens. How many hours a day I work? is contingent on my family. So the goals that I set in the business, how much revenue we're gonna hit, how many clients I wanna have, is always through the lens of, does this impact my faith or my family? And if it does, I need to reevaluate it. Is this still important to me? Am I gonna make a sacrifice here? Am I gonna make a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain over here? Is it worth it? I gotta evaluate the costs. That's how we make decisions with peace, right? Where we don't have to agonize over every choice. Your values lead your decision-making. How many of you know what your top two values are? Let me know in the comments. What are your top two values? Let us know, let us know. What are your top two values? I see we're having a lot of workbook issues here. Guys, we're gonna take care of them for you. Is there a way to just drop it here in the comments, Gabrielle? Could we put a link to the PDF? Um could we upload it into the file section or get it right here so that they don't have to message their accountability advisors as well? So we could take care of that little kinky thing and move on. Awesome. Okay. I'll wait a minute because I really want you guys to have it. Okay. again, it's day one, So many things going on. If you don't if you don't have your accountability advisor, um oh it doesn't let you drop the link okay can you add it to the file section can we just do like upload file and then it'll be in the group as well um awesome jennifer faith and family faith and self-care love it self-care amazing okay okay amazing gabrielle is taking care of it guys deep breaths she's got it we're taking care of it okay self-caring connection, family and self-care, family and faith. I love it. I love it. Drop your values here in the comments. Let me know your top two values. Okay. While we figure out that and also, um, all the techie stuff, it's like the joys, the joys, the joys we prepare, we prepare. And then we're we're always going to have tech glitches. Like that is just the way that we roll with the punches here. Um, okay. Faith and inner peace, family and self-care. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hi, Erin. Faith and family. Truth and beauty. Hi, Stephen. All right. All right. Lots of people in the house. When we're clear about who we are and how we want to show up in the world, right? We don't have FOMO. We don't have fear of missing out. We don't worry about, is this the right thing? We live in full integrity in who we are. Because here's another important truth. Every decision comes with sacrifice. This notion that if you people please your way through a decision, then there won't be sacrifice, that everyone will eventually be happy. Yeah, but you won't be. And that's the price you paid. There's always a cost. There's always a sacrifice. You have to believe that in your soul. There is always a sacrifice to every decision that you make. Believe it. Because it'll be a lot easier for you to make decisions moving forward. Every decision that you make comes with a sacrifice. Stop trying to think you could people-please your way through decision-making. You can't. Some people are not going to like it. And you know what most of the time, those some people are you, you're the one that suffers. You're the one that pays the price with your health, with your mental well-being, with your self-care, with your emotional well-being, with your marriage, with your relationship with your kids, who pays the price every single time you do. That ends today. That ends today. We make the wrong sacrifices. That ends today. No more. You need to pick yourself. You need to choose how you want to show up. Do do we make sacrifices for other people? Of course they do. I inconvenience myself a lot for a lot of people. But if I'm going to do that consistently, I'm never going to be able to show up for all the people that I love and deeply care about. It ends today. We stop sacrificing ourselves consistently. There we go. I love it. Hey, Mel. Hi, Mary. So, so true. We're appeased. Yeah. You can't be the price you pay. You cannot be the price that you pay. Thank you, Laura, for summarizing that. Boom. Boom, Laura. Okay. I'm feeling the energy. I love it. I see you guys in the comments. You guys are great. Super appreciate all of you guys showing up live. Be here for yourself, right? Be here for yourself. So let's go to, give me a second here coordinate all the different things that I have. So I want you to answer the question in the workbook. What decision have you recently made? Any decision, whether that's what you made for breakfast or whether that's what you took out for dinner tonight. I took out dough, I'm making pizza tonight. Um, Tonight's gonna be super simple. And what made you say yes to that decision, right? What made you say yes to that choice? But then in the workbook, it's on page four and also answer it for me here in the comments as well. What decision have you recently made and what made you say yes? We need to start becoming aware of our thought patterns. We need to start becoming aware of how am I even making decisions, right? What if you walk away from today with the awareness of like, oh, I make decisions about how, what I feel like in the moment. That's how toddlers make decisions, not grownups. Grownups make decisions from the lens of their world, from the lens of their values and how their decisions impact themselves and others, right? Toddlers show up, I'm in the mood. I'm not, I throw a a junk. You're a grown up. you have social security, you have a license, you get a paycheck, right? You pay taxes, you're a grown up. You don't get to make decisions about how you feel every single day. Sometimes you do things even when you're not in the mood. You're not always motivated to show up. Guess what? You're not, you're just not. And it's okay not to be, you still do it. So let me know in the comments, what decision have you recently made and what made you say yes? Let me see you in the comment section. You cannot be the price you pay. Yes, this is huge, guys. Like big takeaway from today. You cannot be the price you pay. I love it. Give me those comments. Give me those emojis in the comments. Lots and lots of stuff. I bought fruits and veggies instead of that. Have to be better for me. I love that. Okay. She ordered vegetables instead of garbage because she chose herself. Mel, I love you. Mel, Mel is a member of our directors in our circle. She joined during the peak of COVID in the summertime and she has been crushing it. She's doing amazing. Um, Love seeing you here, Mel um, Hi, Brenda Awesome, just switch someone else's lunch So I can attend this live session There you go Brenda chose herself She was going to coordinate someone else's schedule So she can be here and join the live session Love it, Brenda You chose yourself And guess what? The energy that you're getting from today The value that you're going to pull from today's session Is going to have a giant ripple effect in your school So you made a great choice I'm so happy for you Awesome, awesome choice Okay, let's keep it going in the comments Let me know the decisions that you've made Excuse me All right. While those are coming in again, remember, like this workbook, this thing here, as we work through together, this is your million dollar asset. This comes with you wherever you go, because I have screenshots consistently from members who have been to our live events, who have been to our virtual events, who have been to any of our experiences that I've led, who continue to use their workbooks, who continue to have those workbooks sitting right there next to them. At any given moment, they pull in, they use it because these are super valuable. They're here for you to use, for you to become a better leader in your school, right? Everything you learn here translates into your school and into your life. Awesome, awesome, great. Nicolene took two days off of school. Awesome, so, so awesome. Lisa, Nicolene, so great to see her, everyone. Okay, so decisions that you made, so many decisions to take care of ourselves. So many, so many decisions. So how do we start making those choices that make sense for us? How do we start making those decisions that from there, we can build this amazing school of excellence? We cannot have interruptions. We can build higher retention. We can have the culture that we want. We can come home to the people that we want and have the energy that we want. Well, it starts with the next page in the workbook. When was the last time you thought about what brings you joy, about what makes you happy? Not your husband, not your kids, not your married kids, not your mother-in-law, not your father-in-law, not any of the teachers, not any of the parents, not any of the people on your leadership team. What makes you happy? What makes you happy? So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do an exercise. You are going to list 10 things that make you happy that cost no money. They need to cost no money at all. 10 things that bring you joy that cost zero dollars. Every single one of you has 10 things that make you happy, that don't cost any money. Now, you're welcome to put things inside of you that that cost money. I love to travel, that costs money, but that's not one of the things that are on my 10 things. Because I need to be able to have a list of things that make me happy and lift me up, that cost zero dollars and take very little time to do. Because guess what? I'm a real person, I have a real life, which means I'm really busy. So I can't have one of the things on my list that when I'm feeling down and I wanna be happy, I have to go take a plane to Italy. Guess what? Can't take a plane to Italy right now, it's closed. So what am I gonna do? Now I have to be miserable till they open? No, I need things in my toolbox that I can pull into when I need to lift myself back up again and feel joyful. Right? This is called a life hack. This is called a strategy of understanding how to choose your life. Just like Viktor Frankl said, choose your own way. You get to choose your mindset. You get to choose that, okay? While you're making the list, put that list inside of you, back, um, inside of the chat box. Wanna tell you a story, okay? Dr. Edie Egar, she's a Holocaust survivor. By the way, if you ever want to help yourself get out of the state of depression or mental or mental struggle that you're in, reading the stories of people who have lived through actual living hell and walked through fire listening to their accounts helps create such perspective and helps you really realize how to show up for yourself. So that is why I take the time to read these books and these personal biographies, because they really, really are inspirational. So anyways, Dr. Egar has this story when she was liberated in May of 1946 or something like that. um, The American soldiers came and they were They were waiting inside of there for the trucks to come. And so cannibalism broke out in the camp um, in that particular area. And she decided she didn't want to do that. She wanted to show up for herself. And so she lifted her eyes up to God and she said, God, I don't want to do this. Help me find something else to eat. I'm starving. And then she looked down and she saw grass in front of her. And so she bent down to eat the grass. But she said, but I didn't just eat the grass. I chose which blade of grass I wanted to eat because one of them was more beautiful than the other. In a moment of absolute hell, she chose what blade of grass she wanted to eat because she told herself, I'm always in charge. I'm choosing how I wanna show up for myself. And I'm gonna choose this blade of grass over this one. You get to choose joy. Joy is a choice. Happiness is a choice. You get to choose it. Is it easy? Of course not. Anything in life that you want is hard. Anything in life that you want that's worth it is hard. So choose what are the things that bring you joy so you can lean into them when the going gets tough and life sucks because it does at a lot of points. And there's a lot of moments of high. But just because you're in a season right now where things are hard, it doesn't mean it's always like that. It's temporary. Please believe that in your heart of hearts, that suffering and pain and struggle is temporary. As long as you're surrounded with community and people that are going to consistently lift you up, you are in a temporary state of discomfort. Stop believing that it's forever. It's not. Okay. Awesome. Look at all these amazing, amazing ideas. Love, love, love what I'm seeing here. Keep it going. You guys are incredible. Super engaged in the comments. Really appreciate it. Love it. So now that you have this level of awareness, what happens is, is you start to build your day around this, right? Because so many times people ask me like, how do you have so much energy? How do you show up this way? Like, how are you showing up like so intrigued or whatever it is? Here's the thing. Am I always showing up like this? Of course not. I'm not a battery. I'm not a machine, but I know how to design my days so that I can show up with energy and full integrity for all the people that I've made commitments to in my life, my clients, my team, my family, my, my, my partner, my kids, all the people that depend on me, right? You are an amazing central focus, right? You are the locus of control of so many people. You need to be able to show up for them, right? So many people tell me things like, well, I shouldn't invest in myself. I should pour everything into my teachers. Really? Your teachers are constantly looking up to you. If you're a giant mess, it doesn't matter how much training you give your staff. They're looking to you. You are always the cap of everything that will happen in your school. Remember that, write that in the comments. You are always the cap of everything that happens in your school. The moment you stop growing, bam, growth stops in your school. That is why we have the same people coming back year after year, coming back to learn again and again, because you are the cap that happens in your school. The moment you become complacent, bam, everyone else becomes lazy, toxicity breaks out, gossip, sarcasm, all those things happen from there. Right. When directors come to me and they tell me all these things, I'm like, that's a symptom of you not showing up for yourself. You are not taking care of yourself. You're not showing up for you. And that everything comes from there. Right. Your staff are a mere reflection of you for better or for worse. I say that about my kids also. Right. When I see my kids doing something amazing, I'm like, that's a mere reflection of me. I'm showing up to teach them and be there for them. When my kids show up shitty, guess what? It's a mere reflection of me. Right. When I see my kids fighting consistently or recently my husband and I have noticed, some of the behavior where like the kids are not like each one's trying to see who could do the least not about like who could really pitch in and look, kind of like this team effort and i sat down with mayor and i was like listen we gotta figure this out like how are we showing up like why are the kids feeling like they shouldn't be pitching in um what are we saying to each other are we each trying to like kind of get do the least amount possible like what are they watching Right, because we are the leaders of the house. The kids are doing a mirror reflection of us. So if they're showing up in a way that we don't like it, we have to change our behavior so they can show up in the way that we wanna see them show up. That is leadership. That is the hard part of leadership. You wanna change something in your school, change yourself. You wanna change something in your team, change yourself. Right. I am working so hard on so many different things in myself right now because I want to see those changes in my company. I want to see those changes in my clients. I know I can only take my clients as far as I've gone myself. I can only take my team as far as I've gone myself. I can only take my kids as far as I've gone myself. That's why I have to constantly pour into myself, right? I have to constantly be doing that if I want to consistently show up. There's something in your school that you don't like about your staff. There's something that's going on. It's you. It's you. It starts with you. It ends with you. It starts with you. It ends with you. Everything is evolved around you as a school leader. Whatever way you slice and dice it, whatever way you package it, it's you, which is amazing because you have the power to change it. But it's also the hard part because you actually have to change it. Okay. Love it. I'm loving the hearts. Send them in. Send the likes. Send the hearts if you're resonating. Send them in. Yes. Boom. 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 I love it. I love it. You are always the cap of everything that happens in your school. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Great. Let's go to the next page. Okay. Next page in the workbook. Let's keep moving. Page six. Okay. One of the things I was talking with, with a client of mine, you know, um, they were saying something like, you know, she was saying how, like, she tells her kids, you know, you can be anything you want to be. You should be anything you want to be. You should have all your dreams come true. You should be everything you want to be. And I was like, do you know what your kids are thinking to themselves? They're thinking, but why aren't you mom? Why aren't you being everything you can be? Because if you're being everything you could be, you promise that you're going to be here for me and you're not, right? Like we tell our kids, you can be anything you want to be. We tell our teachers, push yourselves. You could be anything you want to be. We tell our teams, but then we don't do it because we're scared. But we want everyone else to do it and not be scared, right? We want to hype them up. We want to motivate them. You've got to take the daring, shitty, scary moves so that your team follows suit. You take the first step in the dark, that's leadership. You don't wanna do it, get out. You're the one that has to do it, it's terrifying. You have to take the leap first. You have to, because you're the leader. You can't expect your team to show up first and then you show up for them. You have to show up first, right? You have to be, you have to take those terrifying moves. It's so scary, right? It's so hard, so many times I'm talking to clients on the phone and they wanna look the other way or they wanna hang up the phone on me. They're like, you're making me uncomfortable, yes. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to look at yourself and say, I'm the reason that my school is not looking like the way that it is. And I have the power to change it, right? The problem is most people only say the first part of the sentence. I'm the reason that this stuff aren't working in my school. And then they get get completely crippled and paralyzed with shame and blame and all those things. No, no, no. You're the reason your school isn't where you want it to be. And you have the power to change it. You have the power to change your school and take it to wherever you want it to go. You do, you have the power to do that. Let me know in the comments if you believe that. Hashtag truth. Let me know in the comments. Hashtag truth. I believe that I have the power to change whatever I want to see in my school. Okay, right? Stay with it. Stay here. Stay with the discomfort. Don't repress and run. Stay with the discomfort. Stay with it. If you stay with it longer with it, it becomes joy. You stay with the pain long enough, it becomes a win. It becomes magical. It becomes incredible for you. Nobody stays with the pain long enough because it's so uncomfortable and instant gratification. We want the pain to go away right now. No, it's temporary, sit with it. It's okay if you're a little bit uncomfortable, right? It's okay, sit with it. My daughter, I said this on a Facebook Live last week. My daughter's been trying to do this particular um, split um, in gymnastics that she's in. And all the other girls that were there have been going to gymnastics for a long time. This is her first year. And so she's not as flexible as everyone else, naturally. <clears throat> but she kept being discouraged. Like every week she'd come back and she's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. I'm like, stick with it. Stick with it, practice her She's like, it's hard. I'm like, I know. But if you want to make the split, you've got to stick with it. And she did. And she practiced every night, every morning, every night. She watched YouTube videos. She kept going with it. And yesterday, today's Monday. Yeah. So yesterday and Sunday was the last performance. And she did it. She did it. She's like, I was the last person in the class to do it, but I did it. I'm like, it doesn't matter what number you are. What matters is, is that you showed up for yourself and you tried. That's what matters. That's what matters. You believed you could, so you did. You believed that you can do that. Even though all the odds were stacked against you, everyone else had a few years of gymnastics, you had nothing, you had like a few months, but you stayed with it. You practiced longer, harder, and more consistent. And so you did it. That's life, my love. That is life, my daughter, all the time, right? So many people in this group who are live or watching the replay could have far greater results than they're having now but we are impatient to see the results we don't like the struggle we want it to go away it makes us look incompetent we hate it no look at it look at it in the face and say hey thank you struggle for showing up i'm gonna stay with you because i'm gonna turn you into a soon. i got you yes so hard to hear truth 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 so hard to hear right? So hard to hear. Okay. Let's go to the next page. By the way, let me know in the comments, any questions, whatever you guys have. Again, my team is sourcing all the questions, all the documents. We're going to be putting everything together. So feel free to ask any follow-up questions or anything that you have, whatever it is. Okay. So let's dive into the next section. After we had that, we spoke about values. We spoke about, you know, what it is that we want to do for ourselves. Let's talk about boundaries here. Okay. And the reason why this is part of day one is because without these key components, you can't go to day two. You can't set up the next piece. Okay. So, next thing here. Thank you, struggle, for showing up. Yes, I love that. Thank you, struggle, for showing up. All right. Let me take a quick sip of water here. So, I want to make sure that I am showing up for myself so I can show up for you guys. So, I'm going to get dehydrated because I'm doing a lot of talking. Okay. This is probably one of my favorite quotes of Brene Brown of all time because every time I see it, I'm like, damn, I wish I did that, right? It, just because you know the quote doesn't mean that you're always showing up that way, okay? When we fail to set boundaries and hold people accountable, we feel used and mistreated. When we fail to set boundaries and hold people accountable, we feel used and mistreated. And when you feel used and mistreated, you do not act pretty. You do not show up with empathy and kindness. Well. uh uh-uh. You show up the exact opposite of that. How many of you want to learn better strategies of how to show up with good boundaries and set those boundaries in a way that are kind and don't make you come across as mean? How many of you want to, how many of you have always wanted to set boundaries, but you're, it's hard because you're that people, please side of you. And you're like, I don't want to hurt anyone. How many of you want to set boundaries without hurting people? That should be the question. How many of you wanna set boundaries without hurting people? Let me know in the comments. Yes, Kim, first person, love Kim. Yes, preschool place. Let me see them, come on in. Yes, yes, yes. There's tons of people here live with us. Show us in the comments, I do. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so here's the thing. We wanna set boundaries. We want to do all this stuff, but we don't want to piss people off, right? We want to be kind. Um, You know, we want to be the nice person. We want to say, oh, my door's always open. Come in and talk to me. By the way, if you haven't heard that podcast, it's episode four on the Schools of Excellence podcast, The Myth of the Open Door Policy. If you are someone that always has your door open because you need to be the nice person, make sure you listen to that podcast episode right after this show, okay? It's called The Myth of the Open Door Policy, episode four on the Schools of Excellence podcast. It's the myth of being nice, okay? No boundaries, no leadership. No boundaries, no leadership. Let me know in the comments. Hashtag, no boundaries, no leadership. Write that down. Every single, yep, try to make everyone happy. No boundaries, no leadership. You want to make everyone happy? Sell ice cream. You want to make everyone happy? Go sell ice cream. When you are a leader, there are going to be people that are unhappy. I'm the leader of my household. Guess what? Sometimes I make decisions, my husband isn't happy about it, doesn't like it. Sometimes he makes decisions that I'm not really happy about, but I know it's in what's, I know that it's in the best interest of the kids, right? But it's inconvenience for me sometimes, right? I'm a leader of my kids. Guess what? I have four of them. At any given moment, someone is not so pleased with what I'm doing. And that's okay. That is part of being a leader, right? When I hear the parents saying, but I don't have energy to deal with it. Yes, you do. Find it inside of yourself. Find the warrior inside of you. The person who shows up to be the leader for their teachers is not the same teacher who does cuddle bugs with their kids in their bed, right? When I'm sitting with my three-year-old and I'm cuddling with him and tickling him and we're laughing together, right? And we're having a blast and my guard is down. That is not the same person who shows up right here. Am I tickling you guys and doing cuddle bugs right now? No, you didn't show up for that. You showed up to learn. You showed up for the coach inside of me. You showed up for the trainer inside of me, not for the cuddle bug inside of me, right? Not for the just chilled out, hangout person at the campfire, right? You want that side of me, you come to our retreats here in Florida where we hang out together, right? That's another side of me. This is this side of me, right? When I'm setting boundaries and I'm doing leadership or performance reviews, that's a very different side of me that shows up when I'm going in conversation with my 10-year-old son, Same me, different side of me. When you set boundaries and when you create leadership within your team, there are going to people that are not going to like you. That's the way it works, right? Breathe through that. Someone doesn't like me, breathe through it. Guess what? There are going to be people that are on this show that don't like me right now. They don't like my energy. They don't like my style. They don't like my hair. They don't like the dress. They don't like the way my office looks, right? When you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there for criticism. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like you. Always. Always. That's the risk you pay for showing up for leadership and making a difference and impact in the world. That is the cost. That is the sacrifice for showing up. You don't get to show up and be a leader and have everyone love you. It doesn't work that way. Find me any leader who has made a difference or impact in this world. You will find people on both sides of the aisle. Lovers and haters. Always. Always because you're daring to speak up, right? It's very vulnerable to stand there and speak in front of 500 people. Do you think all 500 people who are watching this are gonna like me? Of course not, nor do I expect that to be. That would be insane for me to think that everyone should like me. But the person who is supposed to, right? The person who is in alignment with my values and what we're creating here will love it. And that's great. I don't need everyone to like me, right? This concept of thinking that everyone has to love you is wrong. It's such a false narrative that we're sold in leadership. It's false. I'm gaining weight. My skin is getting thicker. (laughs) You're hilarious. No boundaries, no leadership. It's the hardest part of the job. Exactly. It sucks. The hardest part of the job by far. Okay, to set boundaries, we need to create a calendar that serves you. And so you need to create priorities. I know that we're almost at the top of the hour. um, So we might go a little bit over over here. um, But you're well, bear with me, because I really want to make sure that we get through all the content here. So right over here, we have some priorities that I know that most of you guys have. Family, marriage, spirituality, or faith, physical health, rest, play, mental and emotional health, community, friendships, and school and work. I want you to rate them on a scale of one to nine. What comes first? What comes second? What comes third? You can only put a one next to two of them. Okay. Everything can't be one and everything can't be two, right? There has to be a sequence. OK, so sometimes you look at this, you'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I put that for nine. It's OK. Don't judge yourself. No one's looking at your paper. Nobody. This is your paper. It's your paper. It's your priorities. But if you're not clear on your priorities, your calendar will look messed up and you will never show up with what's truly important. And we're always shifting priorities here. Right. Because different seasons of our life require us to show up in different ways. That's why we need the values, because the values will be the ultimate filter of the priority. But this concept of like, but this is always a priority in my life. No, that's a value, right? Family is a value, right? Because it always takes precedence. But sometimes it doesn't, right? Sometimes I made a decision to go do a keynote and speak somewhere and miss a particular event of my child or not be there necessarily on the first day of school and have my husband show up for that oh my God, does that mean my family's not my top priority? No, it means that what I was doing there actually was more important in that moment and I found someone else to show up for my kids, right? Part of having a family and also being a leader, real human here, hi, real human, means that you cannot be at every single thing that your child is doing. You can't because you also have to run a business in your life, so you have to choose. And you have to make those hard decisions. And then you have to be able to have those hard conversations with your kids, right? I know you really want me to be there for you. Here's what I am going to do for you. Here's what I can do for you, right? And it's that momentary disappointment from your child for a much greater gain that they don't realize right now, but you know pays massive dividends at the end. That's the hard part of leadership. Nothing that I'm teaching here is easy. I hope you've realized that. Nothing that I teach here is easy. It's hard, it's very simple, but super hard work, okay. Let's see here, how are we doing here in the comments? Let me know in the comments how you're doing, how you're processing. I know I'm going over time, bear with me here. You don't have to stay till the end. You could catch a replay at the end, but I do want to finish here. Just give me a quick emoji in the comments, um, how you're feeling, like how's the pace? How are you guys doing? How you're processing information? Give me some quick feedback. Um, I can't see your faces. So usually when I'm you know teaching live, I read body language, I read facial expressions, I read all of that kind of stuff and I'm able to know quickly like where everyone's holding. Um, but, Right now I can't really do that, so let me know in the comments how you guys doing what's going on how you're processing all the information okay. So let's set those priorities right number them one through nine number those priorities. Good stuff good stuff okay. All right, great i'm gonna keep going here okay let's go to the next page in the workbook next page. Okay, I do's and I don'ts. Daphne and I open awesome. Good, 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 good. I'm so glad it's been helpful. Okay. So many people, as they start to put these together, right, their boundaries, their priorities, their values, their do's and don'ts, They tell me things like, you know, I've been in business for 15 years and the first time I'm finally having fun, or I've been running my school for two decades and I'm finally in love with it again. Right? Like I hear this all the time from our clients, because they're finally living in alignment. They're finally living their truth. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Erin. Erin is like top participator. Erin came to our Systems for Success event in uh, July of 2020, peak pandemic going on over there. um, And she was incredible. So I definitely remember you, Erin. Did not forget who you are. Awesome. Hi, Liz. Hi, Sanem. Okay, good stuff. So let's do our do's and our don'ts, okay? Where does that come in here? Every single one of you have lots of to do's, right? You have lots of I do's to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this. I have to take care of this, I have to take care of this. I know right now that there are a ton of you that have lots of to do's right after this session. I know I have a bunch. Okay. So let me know in the comments. I love you too, Erin. Lots of love for you. Let me know in the comments section um, how many things are still on your to do list today? Okay. Let's do this right here in real time. Go look at your calendar. Look at your calendar. And let me know right now, how many to-dos do you have left? Okay, we're going to do this in real time because that's what the live workshop is all about. It's about real-time work. So let me know in the comments. Okay. Yes, oh my gosh, Mandy. Mandy created like the most amazing, um, has the most amazing um post to share with you guys so mandy after today's workshop i would love if you can jump into the group and actually share that video um that would be fantastic um and you can ask sarah for help um so many things two things six things um six things okay right so we all have to do's right things that have to get done by the end of the day hi natalie hi tracy awesome seven five four okay So let's look at some of the examples here in the workbook, right? I do. Um, I do have dedicated time to connect with each of my staff one-on-one every single month. I don't. I don't answer work text or email after 6 p.m. Okay? I do. I do eat healthy breakfast um, in the morning sitting at my desk. I don't. I don't wait till 2 p.m. to scarf down a sandwich in between tours. And last one. I do take time off on the weekend to be in nature and deeply connect with my partner and children. I don't run to fix and save every problem that happens in my school. Just like you have do's, you also need don'ts. So right now, I want to help you guys workshop this right here live. Don't leave until you do this, okay? Create your own do's and don'ts. What do you do? I do eat breakfast. I do come on time and greet everyone with a smile. But more than the do's are the i don'ts. What don't you do? I don't need to tell you what to do. You guys are all amazing at knowing what to do. You need reminders what to stop doing. Right? I don't. Okay. So let me know in the comments. Let's do this. Right? Let's do this. Let's try to stick with the time a little bit. Um, Little off here on the time on the time management uh, component uh, teaching live here, so my 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 skills are a little rusty here running with the time. So create your do's and your don'ts. What are your do's? Let me know in the comments. What are your do's and what are your don'ts? And take some water, Nicolene, I don't micromanage. I love that. So Nicolene, you can have I do run performance reviews with my team to ensure they're accountable i don't micromanage right so many times people say things like i don't micromanage and then they don't follow up and manage their team and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right so it's two sides of the same coin i don't micromanage but i do run one-on-ones and performance reviews okay let me see here put this a little closer here so i can see this here um i don't feel bad about leaving earlier on time thank you I do show up early and read my devotional prayer before starting my day. I love it. I do compliment my teachers. I do show up with enthusiasm. I don't take my computer home every day and weekends anymore. Yes, Royale. Oh my gosh. Royale has been a member of our directors inner our circle for about four months now. And I love that she's writing. She doesn't take her computer home anymore. That's awesome. Um, Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Um, I don't have work conversations with my staff via text. Oh, best boundary. Best boundary ever. Beautiful. I don't give tours through 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. I don't give tours on Fridays. Oh, I do give tours. I don't give tours on Fridays. I love that. Good stuff. I do thank my staff daily for all that they do. For those of you that are writing gratitudes and what you do every day, make sure to listen to episode three on the Schools of Excellence podcast, the Gratitude matrix. Um, I don't feel bad about taking a day off. I love this. I do eat lunch every day. I don't skip lunch. Oh. You guys are amazing. This is such an amazing group. Erin, I do respect and care for myself. I don't work after 7 p.m. Amazing, 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 okay? The opposite of kindness, right? So many people think like, if I'm kind, that means they'll take advantage, right? Or, you know, I have to be mean and strict. No, like you need to create the boundaries. I do's and I don'ts. I do's and I don'ts, okay? I know that you want to lead an amazing school. I know that you want to have a great culture. I know that you want to have all of these things, okay? You want all of them. And I want to help you navigate and lead your team during this challenging season, right? We're all reeling from trauma, from loss, from uncertainty. And so much of that can feel so debilitating, right? And I have walked through so much of my own personal trauma in my life. And I'm here to tell you that you are stronger than your pain. You are stronger than your pain. You are a warrior. You can rise back up again. That is what resilience is. Okay. We build the muscle, not from standing on the sidelines. You build the muscle of resilience, not from standing on the sidelines. You build the muscle of resilience by stepping into the arena and through the wringler every single day. That is how you build the muscle of resilience. That is how you step back up again, right? You build good boundaries with empathy and kindness and accountability, not from sitting on the sidelines and watching me teach about it, by going into your school after this session and tomorrow morning and practicing it, actually living what you wrote. I don't answer text messages after 7 p.m. Awesome, turn off your freaking phone at 7 p.m. Don't be tempted, right? You're human, remember, real human, you're a human. When you hear a ping and a ding, guess what your brain wants to do? Oh, let me just check for one second. Don't tempt yourself. Whatever you wrote as don'ts, make sure you're setting up an environment to that. make sure that doesn't happen. And that's what we're going to be teaching tomorrow. That is what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. How to set up that calendar, right? How to be doing those things, right? We have to feel it. We have to feel this, right? This is an evolving list. Let's get it started, right? And I see so many of you wrote things here. I don't let others control how I feel about myself, right? Just like Viktor Frankl wrote. You get to choose that. Okay, you get to choose those things. Those are the decisions that you're making, right? So we've worked through so much today, right? We spoke about what brings us joy. We spoke about what our values are. We spoke about our do's and our don'ts. We spoke about our priority list. We spoke about all of these things. And so now what I want you to look at is your final challenge for today. And every single day of these five days, there's going to be a challenge every single day. And so today's challenge is do one thing that brings you joy, one thing. Okay, you could do any of the exercises that I shared with you today, but as a group, we're gonna be doing one challenge. Okay, and so here's the filtering process that's really key it needs to be something that only brings you joy, it doesn't make anyone else happy, and it doesn't make sense to anyone else. Right, so many times people tell me something like, But cooking brings me joy, yeah, cooking brings me joy too. But when I'm cooking for nine people, right, or this coming Saturday, I'm cooking for 20 people, it's fun, I love it, it makes me happy. That's not on my joy list right? Because those are things that fuel other people. Your joyless has to have things that take care of you and you only. Could you imagine I'm promoting selfishness? It's not selfish. Take care of yourself, okay? It needs to be for you. You are taking a giant risk and indulging in something that actually doesn't help anyone else but you. Could you imagine you are doing something that isn't helpful to other human beings? It is only helpful for you right? We are so afraid that if we do this one thing, we're going to become selfish bitches. You're not. You are so far away of ever becoming someone who is selfish and doesn't care about other people. We are afraid that if we do one thing, bam, now we're on the other side. We're like the, the, the witches of the West. You're not. Doing one thing for yourself doesn't turn you into a witch. It turns you into a human who's actually pouring into their own bucket. We're so afraid to go to the other pendulum. You're not going to. The fear is real. I know it because I talk to you guys all the time and I'm looking at you right now. You, right now. You, the person who's watching this right now, who's nodding and laughing and saying, oh my God, how is she in my brain? I'm in your brain because I talk to people all the time and you're not alone. But I want to tell you that it's lies what you're feeding yourself. It's not true. You're not going to become a witch if you take care of yourself one time. Can I get some love in the comments? Give me a yes. Hashtag truth. You're not going to become a witch if you take care of yourself. We're so afraid we're going to fly to the other side. You're not. Take care of yourselves. There we go. All right. Right? Seems selfish and not okay. Almost wrong. Do it scared. Okay? This is your permission to do it scared. This is your permission today. Okay? This is what it is. Doing something that brings you joy. Okay, now I could have done a lot of challenges for today. I could have done a values challenge, a priority challenge, but I chose a challenge that makes you feel uncomfortable. I chose a challenge that's going to be hard for you because this is what leadership is about. Constantly pushing out of your comfort zone. What it's also gonna do is gonna weed out the people that aren't committed to growth. It's gonna weed out the people that are just here to consume content. I don't want content consumers. I want leaders. I'm gonna say that again. I don't want content consumers. I want leaders. I want people who are watching this training to take action. That's how you drive momentum. That's how you drive momentum, because here's something else you need to write down. Fear cannot hit a moving target. Fear cannot hit a moving target. Take action even when you're scared. That is where the transformation happens. Do you think I'm totally comfortable every single time I get up and do something? You think I'm not scared? Of course I'm scared. I still do it, because I believe deeply in it, right? I believe deeply in that. Okay, Nick Walende is a very famous stunt guy. He's the one who like uh, roped across the uh, uh, Grand Canyon and the Niagara Falls and all these things. And he said in an interview, there's two types of fear. There's good fear and there's bad fear. Okay, good fear is the fear that you feel right before you go into a meeting that you didn't prepare for. Yeah, you should be scared because you should have prepared. Okay, that's good fear. That's bad fear, right? excuse me, then there's the other fear, right? Of what are people gonna think? What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not this? What if I'm not that? What if all the what ifs in the world? So here's what I wanna tell you in my last couple minutes with you here today. You are worthy, you are good enough, and you are a leader. And you see what other people don't see in your staff, right? But here's the other thing. You're also a woman or a man who wants to be seen and heard and validated. And not only pour into other people all day long, You're not a machine. You're a human. You're a real human being who also needs someone to pour into them, who also needs someone to take care of them, who also needs someone to nurture, love, and validate, and see them for who they are, right? We all need that. And so in the comments, when we post that thing right after today's session, I want you to look at what brings you joy. And I want you to celebrate each other, comment on each other, lift each other up, make everyone else feel better. Because tomorrow's session is all about creating the right environment, the right calendar that serves you. OK, it's going to be creating an incredible calendar that's not about distractions, but it's about really about showing up for yourself. OK, so be here live with us again tomorrow, one o'clock Eastern every day from now till next week. All the videos are up until next Tuesday. Remember to give us some love in the chat. Let us know your biggest takeaways. I am so grateful for all of you guys for being here today. Make sure to follow up with us in the comments section on the challenge. And thank you for showing up here for yourself, for your team. And for your loved ones, because you're worthy and you deserve it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here today. And I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Hey there. I want to invite you to join me for the strategic summer workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.